Hey there, demons. It's us, your girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins, two goblins on the internet that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. Today, we are getting <laughs> festive, but also very dramatic. The way you said today, it's like, tonight's top news. <laughs> yeah, I am Keith Morrison, actually, just trapped <laughs> in this young woman's body. <laughs> At the end of the day, I shed this skin, this corn husk, <laughs> and out walks Keith Morrison. <laughs> I don't like the image that's giving me. I don't either. <laughs> I I walked into that one. That was like... Me digging the hole, literally, and then walking straight into it. Oh, yeah. Dug the <laughs> hole, put yourself in, and started scooping the dirt back on. Yeah, like Spongebob falling into the little thing, you know, the little scoop. Yeah. But like like S has alluded to, we were going to regale you our thoughts and opinions about the holiday season. Yeah. And you have the honor uh, of listening to us do that. Or so, not. Uh, happy, you. yeah! Happy holidays to you, and a bountiful <laughs> harvest for all. <laughs> I hope your crops are watered. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so so let's let's kick this off. How would you like to start the conversation? I think you can't talk about the holidays without getting into just the dump of holiday themed. Films, films, films. Yeah, fine film filmography. So all those, (laughs) yeah, the films, the holiday rom coms that is just like in abundance this this year and every holiday season, and they're always with the same formula. Mm -hmm. And it's like a very, I don't know, like two to three formulas. Take your pick, kind of thing. It's always like. Some uh, woman from a small town that made it in the big city and now she's coming back home for something because someone died, you know, and then <laughs> she realized the farm. Yeah, yeah, she she was left the farm and or the meth lab and she's like, realizes, you know, this is my place. This is where I'm supposed to be and falls in love with some fella, whatever. At first they butt heads. And then oh, the yeah. other one is like... Usually someone, like, very spoiled, entitled, you know, takes everything and everyone for granted. Mm -hmm. But then lessons are learned, and they're like, I am an upstanding moral citizen now. I have my shit together. I saw uh, an Instagram reel the other day, and it said, what takes, what was it? What takes 16 actors, two plots, three subplots, and four directors? 642 Christmas Hallmark movies. (laughs) (laughs) The truth, though. It really is. Yeah. I I think there might be a total of three Christmas movies I have watched in the last 15 years. Which ones? So, one of them was the ghost one that I I had made you watch. Oh, the Civil War ghost? (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was this guy that died. Yes, he was shot. Yeah, and haunts this bed and breakfast, and this woman either inherits it, I think, and comes back to, you know, figure out what to do with it. And, of course, it's Christmas time, and she finds out she's haunted by this super hot ghost, apparently. (laughs) 
conveniently like, <laughs> conveniently attractive poltergeist activity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I think I it was called uh, the poke her geist. But a booms. I genuinely enjoyed that one simply because of like the haunting aspect. I didn't yeah. I didn't really care for the ending because obviously it's Christmas magic, but there's only so right. much Christmas magic can do. Come on now. I I think just like the general confusion cuz again, it was some successful businesswoman, mm-hmm. right, who lived in the small town and has now returned from the big mm-hmm. city. And the fact that the gentleman who was showing her the property, the older gentleman, he's like, yeah, this is a ghost and we hang out. <laughs> Very casually. Do you? Okay, I am, I'm losing. Okay, okay so there was, there was another movie I watched with Mario Lopez in it. Oh, God. About, oh, probably seven or eight years ago now. Okay. And I think Mario Lopez is kidnapped. <laughs> Because How this woman they? needs a date to her family's Christmas thing. Of course she does. So she kidnaps him and brings him with her. And of course, <laughs> at the time, I'm watching it because it's Mario Lopez. I mean, hello. But <laughs> yes, best hair in the biz and dimples. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta love the dimples. But which ones? Oh. <laughs> Mario, Don't be so uncouth and inappropriate around the holidays. Dear God. Um. <laughs> So, I don't remember what that was called either. It's something like kidnapped for Christmas or whatever. Probably. You're probably correct. (laughs) Because it's always something for Christmas or with Christmas, right? Yes, yes. But that one, I remember watching that one. And then I think there was a, there there might have been a third one that I've watched semi-recently. And I, maybe it's just those two that I'm thinking of. (laughs) Well, to be fair, they blend together. Oh my god, yeah. For all you know, you could have accidentally watched eight other ones, but you wouldn't know, because it's all the same thing, essentially. Yeah, that other third one I watched was actually 16 others, and I just blended them. Yes, yeah. Um, (laughs) I watched one actually recently that was kind of cute. It was called, like, Catfished for Christmas. Okay. So, um, a gal on the West Coast on one of those online dating apps uh-huh. meets a guy and she's like, oh my God, he's so attractive. We have, you know, the same interests. We talk every day for hours at a time. I'm going to go surprise him because he lives on the East Coast for Christmas. And lo okay. and behold, she shows up and things aren't always as they seem. Right. And the guy that she meets is not the guy in the picture. Oh. However... The guy in the picture is someone from that small town. <gasps> Scandalous. Scandalous. But it's it's delightful. Like, it's really actually a fun Christmas movie that I was like, you know what? I'm not mad about this. Because <laughs> I saw another one the week before. It had, like, John Cleese, whom I love, mm-hmm. of Monty Python. And who else did it have? It had Kelsey Grammer. Okay. Yeah, and... God, there was one other person that's, like, kind of well-known, I think, in that movie. But, girl, when I tell you the drama, three grown women who haven't... Oh, Elizabeth Hurley, that model from uh, the one that was uh, Vanessa in Austin Powers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, 
three sisters who, three or four, four of them, sorry, all of them vastly different personalities. Okay. And their dad abandoned them on Christmas, like decades ago. Oh, So behold, they have Christmas problems. No shit. (laughs) And their last name is Christmas. And they have daddy problems because of course. Did dad go and get the eggnog and just never come back? Yeah, actually, the the only thing he gifted them for Christmas was the audacity and abandonment. I was about to say the trauma. (laughs) And the trauma. (laughs) And conflama. And lo and behold, this fella shows up all these years later. No. Yes, at this mansion that his one daughter lives in. And you're like, what do you do? Because it's a huge mansion. It's a Christmas mansion. And she's like, everything has to be perfect. (laughs) Essentially, that's her demeanor. Like, that's not even an exaggeration. Um, (laughs) But he shows up with this woman who's like 20, 25 years his junior. Oh, no. Yeah. And is like, I want everything to be what it was. The dad shows up and says this? Yes. Fuck that. Call the cops. He is trespassing. Get him out of here. Yeah, and it's just like plot twist after plot twist of like, we don't know how to tie this in together. So (laughs) let's just play some sad piano music. And this guy's moonlighting it out here, you know, just monologuing. Oh my god, no. Yeah, and you know, I I won't spoil the ending, but as a Christmas movie, you know, ends... It's, of course, a happy ending. Everyone learns a lesson. Mm-hmm. God is good. Ooh. All that jazz. Right, yeah. The the formula. You got to follow the formula. Um, yeah. The trauma is healed. Yeah, and there were funny moments, but I was like, ultimately, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Sometimes that's the only reason to watch these Christmas movies is because they're ridiculous. Also, I googled that Mario Lopez movie. Yes. Holiday in Handcuffs. Stop. <laughs> Gross. Kind of <laughs> pornography disguised it, as a Hallmark film is this. But I remember also why I liked it so much is because the lead actress is Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, delightful. That's the Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Exactly. So I went, oh, it's Melissa Hart, Mario Lopez. Like, these are the two people that I enjoyed the most when I was a kid. Of course I'm going to like this. And I did. So I'm probably biased. But she was the one that kidnapped Mario Lopez. Uh-huh. Okay, and for people just tuning in, we're not talking about an actual <laughs> kidnapping involving Mario Lopez. It was a character he played whose name we don't remember, because if you've been listening from the beginning, you know uh, we butcher th- names and things all the time. I, I still have it pulled up on my phone. Hold on, let me... Ew, they made him named David. Oh, holidays, you know? Holidays but and I- holiday movies. Yeah, um, I will say, though, I love the animated holiday films, though. Ooh, Because those are just cute and classics, you know, such as the Peanuts movies or the ones with Rudolph and the Yeti. Oh, the claymation, the old claymation is is amazing. Yeah, it's it's just a really good time, wholesome good time. The one thing that I also love at this time of year Mm -hmm. is the number of baking shows that have the holiday-themed episodes. Yeah. And... I may have said this before that the baking shows are my favorite form of reality TV, <laughs> if you can even call it that. But to Wait, me, I American baking shows are like British baking shows or other. I oh, love okay. them both. Okay. Yeah. For instance, Great British Baking Show or the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. It's one or the other, but absolutely obsessed. That's number one. Okay. Yeah. That is 
my Bible, my gospel. <laughs> <laughs> Will I ever make all that stuff? No. I love to watch, though. <laughs> oh, of course. And it's good vibes only, so it's a good time. But the second one nailed it, where they take very amateur <laughs> bakers who just ruin everything. <laughs> I belong on Nailed It. That's where I could win a prize. That's your pace. <laughs> That's my pace. <laughs> Do you think you have a good chance of being a top contender? You know, maybe. I fuck yeah. shit up enough. <laughs> Winning the, the coveted golden baker's hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear that at every family event. <laughs> I hope you wear it outside and that you show and assert your dominance over the general public with your golden Absolutely. baker's hat. Absolutely. But continue. You love your baking shows. Yeah. So I think if anything on television or Mm -hmm. streaming in general, anything visual, love, love, love the baking shows. Don't like the music because they start earlier every year. Oh. It used to be after Thanksgiving they would start. Now it, then it became beginning of November. And now it was like end of October, girl. So they buy, like, the radio station or the TV shows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for... <laughs> yes, the radio station. There's this one okay. radio station in town that always plays the holiday music. That's what they're right. known for. Like, once you hit the certain date, it's like countdown countdown to D-Day. Okay. Christmas music is upon us. <laughs> George Michael is coming. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not the second of coming of Christ, not the birth of Jesus. It's George Michael. Wham. <laughs> Last Christmas. Oh, no. No, I I think I've listened to Christmas movies, Christmas music this year once, and it was when I was driving to family on Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-huh. See, here's when I was a kid, and we can talk about this, like, in a different episode, but my family would sing Christmas carols every Christmas Eve. Like, go outside and actively carol? No, 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 no. We would sit in the living room. And oh. someone would start, and then the rest of us would join in, because my family's super religious on my dad's side. Uh-huh. So we would sing, like, old-time Christmas carols, you know, Little Town of Bethlehem, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Old Church uh, Slavonic. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm really picky about the Christmas music that I'll listen to. At this point, I only want to listen to old Christmas music. I only want to listen to Nat King Cole or, mm. you know, the good shit. And none of this, anything made past like 1980, I don't want to listen to if it's Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> Can I give you a controversial opinion before you continue? Oh, absolutely. Just a small interjection. I have a bone to pick <laughs> with Santa Baby. Okay. And Baby, it's cold outside. Okay. And the... Uh, mommy kissing Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Top three that I just wish wouldn't exist. So I have no rebuttal for two of them. <laughs> I totally forgot the names already. <laughs> this is my brain. Um, but Baby It's Cold Outside actually had someone dissect it because, you know, the way it sounds today is trigger warming. Yeah, very rapey. Yeah. So. But when you look at it at the time, they were described as the woman is saying everything that is socially acceptable to stay. So, like, if she were to say, oh, yeah, I'll stay, then she'd be obviously labeled like a whore immediately mm-hmm. versus it, they, they make it to be 
or the dissection said it's like more of a cat and mouse, like they're both willingly playing versus creepy. Now, that's the information I got, and that's the information I'm giving you, and at least helps me sleep at night, because I do still like the song. It's a really fun song to sing to, but yeah. There's so many other songs. I know. So, Nat King Cole. Yeah. The good stuff. The good stuff. The good not good. Not Baby It's Cold Outside, because that is not the good good. Okay. But what other songs, traditions do you and your family hold dear and really make a concerted effort to do each Christmas season or holiday season? See, a lot of the stuff that we do nowadays has changed drastically because Mm -hmm. my family's gotten older, you know, more people have moved away, moved further. We don't all live super close. And we no longer have any matriarchs really in the family. Like no one's really holding it together. Mm -hmm. And so we don't, we, we do some Christmas carols. Like my dad and I will kind of start some Christmas carols if we're together on Christmas Eve or Christmas day. But it's not the same. Cause like my dad is the baby of nine children. So when I was a kid, there'd be 40 people in two Mm -hmm. rooms, like in a great room, a sitting room and a living room. And, you know, that's when everyone gets together and sing is really fun. Yeah. So when you have two people, it's still fun, but it's not, like, as awe-inspiring as it used to be, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And then on my mom's side, (laughs) we used to – everyone would go to great-grandma's house and open, you know, the Christmas presents, and we'd all get together and eat. And then we would have a, a Christmas wrapping paper ball fight. Oh, and it would be uh, someone would start it. And next thing you know, there's like 60 wrapping balls just throwing through the air, pelting people. (laughs) (laughs) Easier to clean up, too. It is. And that was the fun part, you know, after everyone kind of got it out of their system. Because, you know, you're all excited. You opened your presents. Ah, we're all here together. Uh, Fight. And then. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) Done with presents. Time for violence. (laughs) The American way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> TM. <laughs> so once we were done and once we got that out of our system, then, you know, the giant black trash bag would come out and everyone would go searching then for all of the loose cannon and fodder uh, <laughs> to throw away. <laughs> yeah, but I I, try, I tried to do that at my parents' house once and my mom got so mad. She's like not about that life. Mm-hmm. So... So we don't do Christmas wrapping paper fights anymore. (laughs) You'd be like, Mom, leave the room. (laughs) We'll pick it up later. Go. Yeah, put on your (laughs) earplugs. Shut the door. (laughs) Blast some Celine Dion. Watch Mario Lopez being kidnapped. Right. Come back in five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the two things that I remember so distinctly when I was a kid. And they were just the most fun out of all of it. Mm-hmm. And then I, the, the one other thing that I know is like one of my aunts would make, uh, she called it monkey bread, which is basically like bread you just pull apart. Oh. And she would make them in shapes of Christmas trees. <laughs> and then have, she always decorated them with like green sprinkles, like the, the, the crystal sprinkles, not like the, the stick sprinkles. The oh, okay. stuff, right? Green sprinkles, and then those little tiny red hots. 
the oh, candies. Oh, those are delicious. <laughs> oh, you're my favorite part. And so that's what I would do is you you would pull off, you know, one or two rolls mm-hmm. and put them in the microwave and then eat your Red Hots. <laughs> oh, my word. Your aunt sounds like a Christmas wizard. And I'm so oh. about it. She was, she's, she is, she's not dead. She's really cool. <laughs> I was gonna say she was, and like, no, that sound, that implies she's gone. No, she's still here. She's very much alive. <laughs> not the ghost of Christmas past. Thank you so much. No, no, no. <laughs> Did I tell you how one year as a child, I was the ghost of the, the Christmas past was the first ghost, right? That visits Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes. Okay. So I was that ghost, whichever was the first one. Okay. And I had this regular door wreath uh-huh. that you put on the door but i had it on my head was Kinda this like, for a play what yeah was, for the oh, ghost okay. yeah um <laughs> because the it was all the holly and everything is just pure plastic and the hard plastic oh yeah so even if you place it very carefully upon the head and walked like you had a you know a stick down like aligned with your spine yeah for that perfect posture removing that thing Later was just horrendous. Mm, no, thank you. Yeah, but I was a ghost once. <laughs> was that what I meant to ask? Was for that a school play? Or you? Were you yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, this was <laughs> not just... this. This was the year after I was that Christmas tree that I told you about. Oh, okay. You just said I was a ghost one year. Oh, okay. For what? <laughs> you know, for the play. <laughs> Yeah, but for what? <laughs> I, I I mean, I could lead off so many things. I was an undertaker once. I was a minister. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking about this. There is one other family tradition that we do to this day. Okay, tell me all about it. That I did not realize was specific to my family. I thought everyone knew this. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know the song 12 Days of Christmas? Yeah. There are movements to that song with my family. So your family developed choreography is what yes. you're saying. Okay. There's a partridge and a pear tree. There's two <laughs> turtle doves. <laughs> I wish listeners that y'all could see this. I really do. <laughs> so my dad, for the longest time, my dad would do the dance. And now my dad is to the point where he's a little too old to do the dance. So I've stepped in to start doing the dance. And the fun part, though, when we were a kid is we would sing it <coughs> normally. You know, you get to whatever day and then you do all the days past. Uh-huh. By about day seven, we start speeding it up. And you have oh. to do all of the moves every time. Right. So by the time we get to day 12, we're going as fast as we can. And my dad's like trying to do all the, <laughs> the movements. <laughs> it's... It, I have I have a video. My sister took a video once. This is still years ago. And I think it's saved on Facebook. So if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But it's... Please. <laughs> I, I would share it with you guys, audience. But, you know, it's it's still my dad. I, I can't really put, like, a smiley face over his face. So you can't see who he is. <laughs> but it's, it, it's the best. And I remember, I think I was in seventh grade. I was in middle school. And I made a comment about doing the dance to 12 days of christmas and everyone in my class looked at me and went the fuck are you talking about <laughs> and i was like you know the dance <laughs> <laughs> nope and no one else does that 
did you actively demonstrate like you know i did i did a couple of them i was like yeah you know five golden rings four calling birds three bridges <laughs> Oh my god. Especially because like you have, you know, six swans swimming. <laughs> do do swans do that though? They that's, freestyle? That's just it again, this is not a visual podcast, but think of like freestyle. You know, my dad then would swim. And then like my favorite would probably be the ladies dancing, because you you do like your little ballerina, you put your little hand on your head and you do a jump and twirl. <laughs> So this is like this uh, leaves no room for abstract interpretation. This is like concrete conceptual <laughs> art. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad I got to talk about that. That's my favorite. If anyone, oh my god, if anyone out there does the dance or has ever done a dance to Twelve Days of Christmas, please reach out to Tumblr or send us an email because I can't. We can't be the only family, right? Like we can't. <laughs> No way. I I really think this is just a universal thing. As much as your schoolmates were lying to you when they said they didn't have dances for things. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, especially for Christmas. I mean, come on. They're meant to be sing-along songs. Yeah. Yeah, even the more new ones. I mean, as silly like Dominic the Donkey. The what? Dominic the donkey, and they go like, hee-haw, hee-haw. Never heard that one. Yeah, they have silly ones like that, but they're so just iconic. And, you know, everyone, almost everyone, knows them. And (laughs) it's like, it's cute. It's funny. And, you know, it's the the Christmas donkey. Is there there any, like, tradition or song that your family does that you found out that either no one else does or it's a very rare occurrence? Oh, gosh. Um... When I was younger, I played an instrument, so the expectation was that me and any of my other cousins or sibling that played instruments needed to put on a Christmas concert for the family mm-hmm. members in attendance. But okay. also, cult- culturally, all the carols are so incredibly depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the thing. Oh, no. They're also like very sad, somber, you know, <laughs> take your pick. <laughs> oh my god, is it? Is They're it beautiful. Because- I mean, I, my Christmas obviously is very Americanized. Like, it's, is that like then a, a your culture kind of thing? Of they're they're sadder, or I guess, <laughs> or is it just like a European thing that they're sadder? I don't. I I can't speak for the rest of the union, but like, <laughs> I yeah, I have no idea. That's a great question. Let me get back to you. Um, but I mean, they're beautiful, and I had like. A few of my cousins, such as, like, you know, just like you had beautiful voices. So they did, like, the harmonies, and then everyone else kind of played along. And we were this very avant-garde sounding group of kids. Aww. <laughs> just trying to put on a good show. Um, <laughs> but I, and we aren't, like, really religious either. But I don't know what it is. It's, like, the ritual of the Christmas dinner of having certain cultural dishes Mm -hmm. Um, and routines that it's something that I really look forward to, you know, even if I have no religious kind of significance ascribed to it, Mm -hmm. it's still a nice way to spend time with family because I do certain activities with certain family members. 
Right. Like his- historically, it would be my mom and me decorating the tree and baking the Christmas cookies. Okay. But then everyone chips in to help the cookies, which is unfortunate. <laughs> you know, it was more like, what's that one? Is it a fable with the hen that did all the work? And then everyone was like, we want to eat oh, this bread. Yes. And sh- oh, my God. Yeah, that's like, a oh, my God, you unlocked like a core memory. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and I mean, like, no, it's all in good spirit, I guess. But like, you know, just little things like that, that I looked forward to, you know, from when I was a child, all the way to my now adult self, mm. very old adult self. <laughs> that, the locker it, out. Yeah, exactly. It's just a certain level of comfort. Yeah. I yeah, I'm that. not, I'm not super nostalgic, like, oh, the way things were, we need to go back to the good old days. But right. it, it, yeah, it's just a certain fondness for those things. Yeah, the one thing I think that my immediate family so you know my parents and i would do was mom always decorates for holidays like she goes a little too far especially for christmas and halloween which perfect sides of her personality (laughs) she has a vision she does oh and she sees it through (laughs) but i love that so when i was a kid we got a six foot tall fake plastic christmas tree Mm -hmm. to this day we have the same tree. They're tanks. Oh, my God. Like, I, I remember reading – this is totally off topic, and I'll jump right back on. But I remember reading an article <laughs> saying how horrible for the envi- environment yeah. fake trees were. And I said, not if you fucking keep it for 20 years. Right. I think 20 years is exact cutoff to, like, make break even with right. the damage done. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah but so we still have (laughs) we still have that tree from when i was like a toddler wow and as it's grown up with you it it literally has and i remember when i was a kid like it was full of lights and it was so big this thing is barely six feet tall anymore we call Uh it the charlie brown tree because it's so sparse (laughs) i mean you need to put you need to fill it with ornaments or else it just it looks so sad (laughs) it's so sad (laughs) uh tell me this though when you were a child or even now as an adult did you ever kind of partake in christmas crafts like making ornaments or something for the tree so i did when i was a kid because when i was a kid we went we we still went to church and there was always the christmas church you know activity gathering and so we would make an an ornament every year Mm -hmm. by god my mother has saved all of them but that's like a little time capsule of like your development. I don't know. It's it's kind of sweet. I it, it's sweet to an extent, but by now they look so bad. Oh, <laughs> got it. Okay. So old. Yeah, time like, has not been kind. <laughs> one of them was we. It it was the cutout of a Santa head. Mm-hmm. And then the beard is like that really old tuft filler that you used to have. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. talking? It's like scratchy. Uh-huh. Like a Brillo and, pad. Yes. <laughs> and then there's there's one I don't even know what they're called. It's like it's a long kind of um like a cornucopia? New. It's I hung it on the tree and we painted it and it's something from outside. It's like a, a pod of some kind. And they're super long and skinny and they kind of curve like a banana. Is it those like it, it looks like a giant green bean. Yeah. 
Okay, I don't know the name, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, so we painted those one year for Christmas. And so I have one that looks like I painted as a Santa. And it's uh-huh. a little cross-eyed. And it looks real <laughs> like Santa did some hard time. <laughs> he had a rough year, yeah. So, you know, some of them, yeah, oh, that's cute. You know, this is from, and all of them are dated on the back with my really crappy hand. So 2003, 2002. Uh-huh. But man, they don't look good anymore. (laughs) Did you do the crafts? Yeah, I I think it was mostly in school. Mm. You know, where you took like one of those little paper doilies and then like folded it into quarters. As an angel? Yes, exactly. I have one of those too. (laughs) And like, you know, the the tinfoil wings are all just like ripped up and bent out of shape. And the wire that was supposed to be the halo and the hanger, you know, to hold on to the little tree branch. Uh-huh. It's just, it, it's really drying its best. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know I have ornaments from kindergarten and second grade. Mm-hmm. The kindergartner, yeah, kindergarten one has really stood up to the test of time because it was built on a paper plate. And you would take, like, the little balls of tissue paper and crumple them up and then just glue them on. (laughs) You know? And it would be like, oh, it's festive. Isn't this perfection? (laughs) (laughs) So talented. Um, And then one year, my sibling and I made some with our dad, which was fun. So, like, made, like, little robots and pandas and things like that. Yeah, and whatever we were interested in at, like, age five or six. That's adorable. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. Do you like any Christmas shows, by the way? I never shows. asked. Christmas like, anime or, like, Christmas baking shows like I do. I don't know if there's Christmas anime. <laughs> I was about to say, does that exist? I Maybe? I don't know. I think the only thing I've ever watched is Christmas movies. Okay. not None of the – but you do watch some of the baking stuff. I did, um, I did get into like, a, I tried to, I tried to get on the hype, right, of, of British Bake Off, because everyone was freaking out about it during COVID, and so I, I uh-huh. watched maybe half a season. So I understand what they're going for, I know sure. the nuance, because like every show is the same, or at least it has the same goals, no one come for my throat there, but. <laughs> I, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, I've watched Christmas specials of like Bones or NCIS, like. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you went the true crime route. <laughs> what what did you like about those with the Christmas flair and murder? Um, I mean, the, the murder shows are always, you know, like Santa died or whatever. You know, they have a mall Santa's body that they found. Um, <laughs> or, <laughs> or it's always themed, right, around Christmas. Like, I think one of them was someone died by icicle and they couldn't figure out who the actual killer was because if you stab someone with the icicle then it melts and yada yada oh that's clever actually right no okay no christmas sorry focus um (laughs) no i'm still waiting for the episode where someone gets like a candy cane and turns it into a shank Ooh. because did you do that as a child oh yeah yeah sometimes because i also have a crunching problem as a child where I could take, like, a handful of mints. Do you remember those old Altoid mints? 
Oh, I love those, the cinnamon ones. Not just the cinnamon ones, but like the um, the old sour, sweet and sour Altoid mints that were like this fucking big. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd throw like two or three in my mouth and just crunch. Like I don't <laughs> know how crunch. I still have my teeth. <laughs> what what doesn't uh, crack your teeth makes them stronger, clearly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah. It's, Abraham I, Lincoln said that. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite would be, I used to watch, we used to watch uh, The Nanny. Uh, what's, what's that actress's name? Fran Drescher? Uh, I don't know her actual name. I just know her as Fran. Okay. <laughs> the nanny named Fran, sure. Yes. And they did Christmas specials. I think those were probably some of my favorite ones because they had the big house and they had servants and money to make it look good. <laughs> yeah. And then it was always fun because, you know, like Fran and them are, are Jewish. And so then they would have like their Jewish episode and then a uh-huh. Christmas episode. And they would always, you know, kind of go back and forth. And that always seemed, you know, a little more special because it didn't seem like a lot of people did that. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that it's always Christmas, it's never holidays. Mm-hmm. Or rarely so until I know a few years ago, there was a huge pushback about that, about being more inclusive. Right. Years ago, as a kid, I saw this movie with Adam Goldberg, and he played this character called the Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> and what? yeah, I, I forget the premise, but there were the brothers Kwanzaa and the Hebrew Hammer. Okay. You know, and I was just like, way to go representation. Like, this is, you know, fun. It's quirky. It it ties in the cultural nuances. Like, you know, it pokes some fun there. Like, it's a, it was a good time to watch that. I like that. You see, the only show that I remember ever watching that talked about, like, the first time that talked about more than just Christmas was Rugrats. Oh, yeah, because they were Jewish as well. Yeah. Well, they yeah. were Jewish. And then, um, oh, what was the little black girl's name? Uh, Susie. Susie. Susie's parents or, or grandmother was, uh, they celebrated Kwanzaa. Yeah. So they had an episode about Kwanzaa. Then they would have an episode about Hanukkah. And then they would have an episode about Christmas. That's fantastic. Also, no one jump on me again. I know I said Hanukkah wrong. I know it's Hanukkah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we we know. We know. <laughs> um, but speaking of, this was something, viewers, that Dee and I were talking about before we uh, started recording was not only the commercialization of Christmas holidays, however you want to go about that, mm-hmm. but just especially in these movies or even in real life, the expectation of the perfect Christmas. It, it was just the the idea that everything had to be perfect like you said you know you had the the tree and everything matched the same theme you know you would Mm -hmm. have like your blue ornaments which means you'd have to have blue decorations and the blue wreath and then have your christmas cookies and like the whole family gets together and there's no trauma or fighting or cops called and it's like (laughs) everything has to be exact and you have to be this big happy family and you know all of your presents all the paper has to match the tree and all the other stuff and you have like these perfectly tailored stockings with everyone's name embroidered on them. And it's it's so unrealistic. And I understand that at some point, you know, it would be nice to maybe go somewhere that had that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But that's not like I think there needs to be more of a push of this is not a normal person thing. 
No, it's like cottagecore on steroids plus <laughs> with a lot of money. <laughs> Honestly, it is. With lights. <laughs> with lights. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the outside lights because, you know, your house to your house to, has to look like it's on fire clock. <laughs> I love the folks that really go ham and not only have the huge light display and the inflatables and the like projector thing. Oh, yeah. But then have a whole soundtrack to this. Oh, yeah. It's like tune yeah, into you know this radio houses? station. Yeah. 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 Live feed. You know. <laughs> My my people are the ones that put up half a string and then have like a Grinch cut out in the front yard. It's like fully decorated. The the Grinch is <laughs> an icon, the moment, the legend. Absolutely. But just, you know, having that little bit of string of lights connected to your cutout. So you've stolen yeah. all of your lights. Way to save money, electricity bill, like everything. <laughs> or make the kind of more pragmatic and economic approach of uh leaving the lights on all year no matter what holiday it is <laughs> like keep the white lights on you know don't have it like orange purple for halloween or like green and red for christmas just be like white lights we're a white lights household <laughs> this we're is multi-purpose <laughs> that sounds weird i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we put the hoods away we just put the lights up now <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, people. That was a little dark there. Uh, unintentionally. <laughs> no, I I know there's been like a a thing the last couple of years where people just kept their tree up year-round and decorated it for the seasons. Have you seen that? I have a friend who has a birch tree that she decorates for holidays and stuff, and it's the cutest thing. Like an actual tree in her front yard? No, no. It, um, it's this... Uh, indoor birch tree but it's still pretty big it's taller than i am okay. and when i visited her it was end of i was there for halloween actually so but she had the whole autumnal thing going on mm-hmm. so there were not only like little spiders and pumpkins in this tree but also like little leaves and stuff okay yeah and i can't tell you if the lights change color but yeah she coordinates kind of the ornaments to whatever's going on Okay. I just yeah. know, like, people were leaving up fake Christmas trees year-round and decorating them for the holidays. You know, either it was uh-huh. fall or, or Halloween, or one had, like, sunflowers in it for, for summertime, and I... Cute. It, it, it's cute, but at the same time, I don't want to have to do all that. I don't even have my tree up yet. Like, it, you can see behind <laughs> me. I don't have... I barely have anything out at this point. <laughs> I mean, you know, some... Some years you feel like doing a little bit more, maybe some a little bit less, because arguably it could be considered a very overwhelming time, just with all the commercials, buy this, buy that, and as fast as you can get to it, being Mm -hmm. shoved down your throat, you know, everywhere. It's like these holiday gift packages, and, you know, the meaning of it gets lost, the togetherness, no matter what you celebrate or what you choose not to celebrate, you know, why should this time of year mean any more be any more special or an incentive to spend time with people you care about however that looks like to you whether a chosen family or your you know your actual family i don't know it's that i think that's the one thing that i dislike where it should be a slower time it's in fact quite the opposite yeah see i was just i was just looking it up because i had to remember what it 
what country does this. But so Iceland spends every Christmas Eve reading books. And it's like a tradition where they give books on Christmas Eve to friends and family. Mm -hmm. And that's how you spend your your evening then is reading a book with your fire and and your hot cocoa. Like that's the thing. There's a word for it. I'm not even going to try. I am sorry. It's hoge, hege, that like H-Y-G-G-E. This is, it's <laughs> J-O-L-A-B-O-K-A. Oh, yeah, no, I've, I've already forgotten the <laughs> which, first. Which translates roughly to Christmas book flood in English. So I, partially also because I work in a library, uh, my husband and I have now made it to be, we give all of the nieces and nephews books every Christmas. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I like people I've had my sisters send me, this is what the kids want this year or whatever. And it's like, I'm ignoring this. I'm getting them books. You should know by now. This is year three. Uh-huh. And that's kind of like I had a cousin that would give me a book every year when I was a kid growing up. And mm-hmm. it, there's there's something special about having books, you know, in your house in general. But, you know, now you've got a new story to read before you go to bed before Santa comes, right? Like, uh-huh. So that's. I really do think that a lot of the the holiday season, not Christmas, but the holiday season has been lost. Yeah, most definitely. And it's it's frustrating, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> like, I, I, I just want to – I feel like we all need to, like, just calm the fuck down. Right? There is zero chill. It's, like, request denied. There's right, no this calming is down. To be- the happiest time of the year. I put very big air quotes around that. And then everyone <laughs> stresses so hard they lose half their hair. What's the point of that? Who cares? Right. But it's like you said, this uh, vision of what is a perfect Christmas. And if everyone's not happy, then it's a failure to begin with. And if I mm. can't get this, uh, you know, whatever gaming system for my kids and they're going to hate me. And, right. you know, it's it's just ridiculous. And it's like, why should you have to go in debt, one? <laughs> why should right? you have to start pre-planning and doing all these outrageous things, you know, in order to obtain said item on the wish list? It's really not a big deal. It, it's not. And it's – I I get as a kid, you want the coolest thing, you want the next item, and then you want to go to yeah. school and brag about it to other people. Uh-huh. But I also know that – you know those those traditions of being with your family they they're going to they're going to stick with you so much longer than the cool toy you got as a kid like right I, that's that's what matters the most and family being what family means to you it doesn't have to be your blood family like if you get together with your chosen family every holiday season then that's just as important right and many people do have those kinds of traditions right just like people have the white elephant things or like a friendsgiving Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah insert whatever it is (laughs) that you know maybe a tradition you created yeah yeah which i i think is really fun i think that's the fun part about being like the word tradition it's you know traditions change yeah it's someone started it somewhere and that's why it's a tradition now doesn't mean that you can't start a new one right that's your new tradition just because Uncle Bob set fire to a guy and, you know, in 1856 and you've been doing that ever since that time, it doesn't mean you need to continue doing that. Why do you go to arson? 
Why do you always go to arson? I, it's almost like so instinctual. That's a such a good question, and I have no answer for it. <laughs> you just you started talking, and all I could think about was the last time we talked. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna burn a house down. Like, why do you go to arson? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! I, you have my face is hot from laughing. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, there there is this there there's been this big push, and I I feel that that's starting to change. I don't know if it's just me and the people I surround myself with, because mm-hmm. I obviously am going to surround myself with people who are sim- at least somewhat similar minded, right? It helps. <laughs> it does to get through this world <laughs> alive, uh, but. You know, there's, there's, I'm seeing circles of pushes of, fuck the perfect holiday, you know, it doesn't matter. Gifts and, and things, you know, material items, they don't, they're going to be gone. Right. And it doesn't matter as much. And I know, you know, there's been that push of, we're giving experiences this year. Bitch, I cannot afford to give you an experience, all right? My experience is going to the grocery store, like, a Target run. How about that? Like, Target's always a fun time. Or Ikea. Right. And there's these people. It's like, we're going to go to, you know, Miami for whatever. Like, that's our Christmas gift. Okay. Or cool. out of the country. Even better. Right. Like, we're going to go to Greece. Great. Good job. Have fun. Yeah, Don't die. But <laughs> that's, that's why I focus more on, you know, the book giving or just because that's, that's its own kind of experience of... Of the joy of reading, I guess. (laughs) Well, yeah, it is an experience because it's one that you, you know, you're not only cultivating different skills like reading fluency, reading comprehension, especially if you're a younger child and developing those skills, Mm -hmm. but the imagination piece, because if you're stuck in a screen all day, and I know this is true for very young kids all the way through older adults, Mm -hmm. most of the time you can't just sit there and be you Mm -hmm. automatically pull out your phone your tablet whatever it is because god forbid you're sitting in silence (laughs) god forbid your mind's not occupied with something right so i think i think it's great honestly a book i feel like okay i think so we're starting to approach the hour i think a really good thing that we could say before we end this is what we believe is like the best gift, like the perfect gift to give people. Does Ooh. that make sense? Yeah, that's a tough one. Because to me, when I was, you know, shopping for for everyone, right, at least for the kids, what I believe the perfect gift to give is a storybook. Mm-hmm. Like a book that has multiple stories. There's a book that I bought actually for a friend's kid, and it's a year of stories. And so you have – like January, February, March, and there's like three stories in each month. Mm-hmm. And the stories come from all over. There's some from Japan, there's some from China, there's some from Finland, there's some like it's it's so a cool. world and a year of stories. And so to me that's like the perfect thing to get someone is because not only you get all of these stories, but you also get the experience of stories from different backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's such like that is so cool. That is so dope. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope that uh, your friend's uh, child gets a lot of enjoyment out of that. Because I know even as an adult, I'm like, what's the title? Because I want to read it. <laughs> I I think 
my friend's gonna get just as much out of it as her son will but it's literally it it is titled a year of stories i amazing yeah i nothing to add there because honestly especially like working with kids who struggle with reading Mm -hmm. i can't even tell you like how many kids i've encountered that are fluent readers but just don't even understand what they're reading right you know but when you do see them grasping the content and especially engaging with the material and you know excited to tell you about the book and show you the book and Mm -hmm. explaining you know oh this character does this and this is what happens like i i don't know there's there's a real magic to that i 100 percent agree yeah and um (laughs) the best gift for adults (laughs) i'm just gonna say food (laughs) Oh my god, yes. Yeah, like even get together with your family, friends, whomever, and bake some stuff. Bake you some things. Like everyone brings a recipe, y'all make it together. You hang out, you get to eat the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, gift within a gift within a gift. Time spent together and bellies full. See, my when I was in college, my sister asked me, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, you know what I want for Christmas? An Aldi gift card. And that's what she got me. Let me tell you, if you have any (laughs) college people in your life, whether they're college kids, like you're an aunt or an uncle, you're a cousin, fucking food gift cards. Gift cards, not just to like Walmart or Target, because sometimes they don't even have food. Yeah. But to Aldi, to Kroger's, to a supermarket. Like, dear Jesus, that's the best thing. And toilet paper. (laughs) Or, Or like even things like socks. Yes. Yeah. The older you get, the better socks become as a Christmas present. Oh, absolutely fabulous. My friend one year got me these uh, socks with possums on them, and it says stressed. <laughs> like, it's oh this repeated God. print. Yeah, they're they're freaking awesome. I love them. I love that. See, a couple years ago, my friend, one of my best friends got me a set Studio Ghibli socks, ankle socks. Get out of town. I love that. So, like, one of them had calcifer on it. One of them had the little forest sprites from Princess Mon- uh, Mononoke. Some of Was- them had uh, they had the little cat from Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, Gigi! Yeah, it's really Was cute. Was Calcifer uh, keeping your tootsies warm? Yes, <laughs> yes, nice. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, well, with those those recommendations given, do you have any last uh, pressing? matters or or thoughts about the holiday season that you want to tell people us no don't engage in arson (laughs) i did not mean to make you feel self-conscious about that it was just (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) yeah i yeah you're like there is a theme that i'm noticing here (laughs) you just thought i'd bring it up (laughs) just just slide that across the table hey by the way yeah, I would be like, <laughs> get it away from me. <laughs> okay, I think I think I've said all I wanted to say. You know. Okay, cool. You took my question out of my mouth. Unless, unless we want to reiterate again, just chill the fuck out, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drink some eggnog, the good stuff, and take a nap. Like that's all we need this entire holiday season. If you do anything. Just take a nap. Yeah, or or just put on comfy clothes. Yeah. Like if someone gifted you footy pajamas. Oh my god. Hell yeah. Beautiful. I can't end it on a better note. So with that being said, thank you everyone for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, send us to the friends, shout us into the universe. 
tell people that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us. And until next week, stay alive, friends. Take care, everyone.